Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 167, Coronavirus Update Spring 2022. I have a close friend who strongly believes that the virus was engineered and released from a research lab in China, quite possibly intentionally, for economic gain by unknown parties. He considers the CDC a criminal enterprise bought and controlled by corporate interests. He is completely anti-vax and considers the New York Times to be a bastion of falsehoods, propaganda from lame street news. He would rather get his intel from Joe Rogan or Bit Shoot or Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the son of the famed attorney general, senator, and presidential candidate who was assassinated three months after his bid to run for president in 1968. His son, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a noted environmental lawyer and prominent figure in the anti-vax movement, claims Dr. Fauci is orchestrating fascism because of vaccine and mask mandates. My friend and I have a tight friendship of many years, and we often have to just agree to disagree. He says agreement is less important than critical thinking. I find it a good challenge to discover areas of consensus when our basic positions on COVID are so polarized. There are a few, for sure. We are doing a terrible job of reporting and cataloging adverse vaccine effects. The completely voluntary system has never been adequately publicized, so the general public does not appreciate how important a role they play in gathering this crucial data. It's the job of science to filter out background occurrences from a true correlation with a vaccine-induced event. People get strokes, clots, heart attacks, tinnitus, and so on at a background rate, so not always easy to tell if a particular adverse outcome is indeed vaccine-related. But unless we have good data, we can't even begin to notice and uncover those important associations. From the get-go, I've been opposed to the notion of a vaccine passport requirement for travel, entertainment, or restaurant participation. There is now very good evidence that those who have been infected maintain very good immunity for up to two years. The need for vaccine boosters is based on easy-to-measure antibodies in the blood, which will normally fade over time, which ignores an entire array of cell-based protection, as well as local protection in the nose and throat both much more difficult to measure. Where is the effort, admittedly costly, to develop better and more accessible tests for these important aspects of individual immunity? Testing before getting on a plane or even a theater event or large gathering makes much more sense when the local numbers of infections are high rather than a vaxxed-only entry policy. Now that hospital protocols continue to evolve and become more efficient, and we also have effective antivirals to prevent getting there in the first place, our efforts need to be directed to identifying the mutations that will inevitably continue to occur. The emerging attitude, given pandemic fatigue, in terms of monitoring for the next wave, seems to be if we don't see it, measure it, then it isn't happening. Community testing facilities are rapidly closing down, and the convenience of at-home testing, a good thing, means many more cases will not be reported. Luckily, we do have GISAID, originally developed to track avian flu, but now a global database where almost anyone can upload COVID-19 sequencing data. There is also a national genomic surveillance system, which receives and analyzes samples every two weeks from all the states, although the sample size is very limited. 
Wastewater monitoring, most developed in New York City, collects samples from buildings and can sequence genetic material from COVID-19 present in infected people's gastrointestinal tracts, providing very important trend data. As of this podcast, a number of new variants have been reported, XE, a mutation of the BA1 and BA2 Omicron strains in the United Kingdom, and another subvariant of BA1 outside Shanghai. Variants XD and XF are also being followed. No data yet on increased contagiousness, severity of illness, or effectiveness of vaccines and treatments against them. Given the warm weather in the U.S., there is hope that another significant spike in cases may be avoided. But again, it's a matter of when, not if. So take these measures. Now is a good time to get a supply of free home tests. hhs.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash testing for info on ordering by mail or picking up at a local pharmacy. Again, that's hhs.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash testing. Get a supply of good N95 masks, which are currently readily available. Also essential is the pulse oximeter, if you don't already have one, for monitoring oxygen levels if you become infected. Although Paxlovid, the Pfizer antiviral, is in somewhat limited supply, that should ease up soon, and it's definitely worth having on hand, in my opinion. Unless we get another significant wave, I think it's best to wait until the fall in terms of another booster. I consider most of us with two shots and a booster to remain well-protected, not against getting infected, but against severe illness, hospitalization, and death. Check local data, if available, for test positivity rate. Once above 5%, I wouldn't wait for a mandate, but start wearing a mask indoors in public places like grocery shopping. Talk with friends and family now about backup considerations for events and travel. Have on hand the basics for recovery, chicken or vegetable soup, fever relief, herbs for flu-like symptoms, and zinc lozenges. The sobering reality is that one in 75 Americans 65 or older has died of COVID, making up three-fourths of the nation's death from the virus. Diabetes has emerged as a key pandemic risk factor, as recent research suggests that as many as 40% of the nearly 1 million COVID deaths in the U.S. were among diabetics. Understandable, given that those with this disease often have impaired immune systems, obesity, and high blood pressure. There is now preliminary data that having COVID can also increase the risk of someone developing diabetes. And while the more developed nations move towards endemic rather than pandemic, important to remember that a third of the global population remains totally unvaccinated, with limited distribution of life-saving treatments. So, relax and stay alert. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.